Hello, sports fans. Thank you for joining me here on Sports Box today. I'm your host, Jude, as always. And the NFL draft this year had lots of amazing talent on both the offense and defense. So today, we're going to take a look at three teams who I thought were winners of this year's NFL draft. Now, there obviously are more than three teams that I thought had a good, you know, draft class, but I do think these three teams specifically really helped their team get better. And let's start with the team, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Baltimore Ravens were already good, but I felt this draft class made them even better than what they were. Um, and specifically, two picks that I'd like to start with is Patrick Queen and Malik Harrison. Patrick Green, they got in the first round uh, with the 28th pick, and they got Malik Harrison, a linebacker out of Ohio State, with the third uh, with, in the third round with the 98th pick. I think these two guys are really going to help this defense. Obviously, this defense suffered last year, especially in the postseason, as we saw against teams like the Titans when they just were able to uh, obliterate them in the run game. And so you add Patrick Queen, who's more of that coverage guy. He could play that coverage. He's, he's great eyes. He's great vision. And he's an overall great linebacker who you could put in that middle linebacker spot. And then you have like this Malik Harrison guy who's an amazing run stopper, and he did a phenomenal job at Ohio State, and he really able to, you know, explode and get into those holes and get those tackles, and he's a guy that, that is a good run stopper, so I think getting those two linebackers specifically is good for when you're going to meet teams like the Titans, like the Cowboys, like the 49ers, team with really good running games, um, and another thing is, I mean, they, they really do need this, and talking about Patrick Queen more is, look, you're, you're playing teams that the tight end position is now becoming important. I mean, you got teams like Kansas City. You got teams like San Francisco, where they got a Travis Kelsey, where they got like a George Kittle. And you have to be able to stop that because that's like a majority of their passing game or 50% of their passing game, right? So you need that coverage linebacker who is able to make plays, you know, be able to stop that tight end from making plays. And I think Patrick Queen is a perfect example of a linebacker that could fill in that spot and make the plays. Um... I think a, a pick that's being sh overshadowed is um, J.K. Dobbins. And I, I know a lot of people weren't high on J.K. Dobbins, and I'm not saying he was the best running back in this class, but I think not many people are mentioning that a guy like J.K. Dobbins is going to a team with a scary rushing attack. I mean, look, this team was first in rushing, first in rushing offense last year, and you had a guy like J.K. Dobbins who had like solid years at Ohio State, was probably one of the best runners in the nation, and now he goes to a team like the Ravens, who I mentioned have had the best ru rushing offense last year. I mean, that's that's scary. He's a he's a big physical. He, he's not big, but he's a physical. He's a, a physical uh, running back with extremely. Good speed. I mean, he could beat you. He has he has a very uh, uphill, I mean, downhill running style. And I, I think that adding that with a Lamar Jackson, and look, you still have a Mark Ingram, and you still have some other guys in the running back core. I, I just think that's very scary uh, for opposing teams when you're playing them. And I, I don't think, and I think that's why this pick should not be overshadowed because I mean, he's a he's a good talent, and then you add him to already scary rushing attack. Um. I think the last two picks that really solidify this draft class as a really good draft class is Devin Duvernay and James Prochet. Um, I, I think these guys aren't getting as much respect as they should be because, look, I'm not saying Devin Duvernay is one of the best receivers in this class, but he has one of the best hands in this receiver class. Uh, he's had the lowest he's had the lowest drop pass percentage since 2018 out of Power Five 
uh, conferences. I mean, that that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, you got to think about the Power Fives. Those are amazing. Uh, those are amazing conferences. They have lots of receiver talent, and he was the, he had the lowest drop percentage. So that obviously says something about him. And when there was an interview with J- uh, John Harbaugh and obviously the few executives, and they, they they mentioned that you know they they really wanted guys who were fast and had great hands. And I think that's what they got out of James Perchet and out of Devin Duvernay. And I, I think those are just great additions. They're both more of a slot guys, which the, the Ravens love because, like, Lamar Jackson is obviously not the best passer in the NFL. So the, the slot really is an important position in the Ravens' offense. So adding a guy like Devin Duvernay to James Prochet, they can play that slot position. They don't drop the ball a lot. I mean, that's that's an excellent thing for Lamar Jackson to have. And then you add on to the running game. I mean, th- this team just got so much better, and this AFC North is I mean, it's theirs for the taking. It really is. And I think they're going to have a great season next year in the NFL when it happens, of course. With the second team, and this is a team, and I'm not being biased. I think the Dallas Cowboys had one of the best draft classes this year. And, I mean, it starts with their number one pick, C.D. Lamb. I mean, for a team that really didn't have any aspirations of getting a receiver in the first round, to be able to get C.D. Lamb at 17, not have to trade up, and the fact that their rivals, the Philadelphia Eagles, could have traded up to 16 to get him, and they didn't. I mean, this is a blessing. To, this is a blessing for the Dallas Cowboys to get C.D. Lamb. And I mean, uh, look, C.D. Lamb and Michael Gabb and Mark Cooper are three receivers who are all going to start for the Dallas Cowboys. And don't forget that they had one of the best passing attacks last year with Dak Prescott quarterback. It'll be interesting what will happen with Dak Prescott. I'm pretty sure he will get a deal done with the Cowboys before OTA and before training camp. But this team had an amazing passing attack last year, and then you had a guy who averaged 21.4 yards per catch. I mean, that 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 has to send a message to the league. Like, they're, they're not messing around in the receiving core. Um, and I think that we'll see how they do. Because, you know, the Cowboys are a team where they're great, but then... You know, things happen and they don't, they don't, you know, they don't come up to the expectations and they, they, you know, they, they actually fall short and then disappoint a lot of people. So I'm not, I'm not buying into this team yet. They have to prove to me that they can take it to the next level. But I mean, I'm just saying right now that teams, that this is a team that people should be scared of when they play them, especially with a receiving core like this. And on to that, I mean, uh, there, there's more players. Like, they got Trevon Diggs and they got Reggie Robinson, two cornerbacks. Solid cornerbacks obviously doesn't make up for a Byron Jones. But, um, I mean, those are two solid cornerbacks. They both get turnovers, which the Cowboys desperately have needed for the past few years, even when Byron Jones was a cornerback. And I think they're two guys who will make plays. Now, I don't know if they will both start. I see a Trevon Diggs probably starting week one. But, personally, I think that both these guys are solid cornerbacks. And, Honestly, good value picks out where they got him. I really thought Javon Diggs was not going to fall into the second round or even to pick 51, maybe an early second round, but not a not pick 51. Um, and the last guy is Neville, uh, Neville Gallimore, a defensive tackle. I mean, I, I love watching this guy. He's probably one of my favorite guys to watch when I was watching my pre-draft process. Um, obviously, he wasn't a first-round talent. He, he did drop a little, but... 
I, I really like what they did here. And obviously, the Cowboys are probably going to switch, switch to a 3-4 defense, meaning he's definitely going to be playing that interior position. And look, he can learn under a Gerald McCoy, who they brought in, in this free agency, who's also an Oklahoma Sooner and has been in the league for a while. He's a six-time All-Pro. He knows that position, and he's going to be able to teach Gallimore how to really you know, utilize his skills to, to make him better. So I really do like that pick in the third round. And personally, I, I think that... The Cowboys, they just have to put everything together, and they'll, they'll be a good team because that's the problem every year with the Dallas Cowboys. They cannot put it together and finish. You know, they can't they can't finish. That's the problem with the Cowboys, but we'll see if they can do it this year, definitely. And the last but not least team is the Minnesota Vikings. Now, I could have gone with a lot of teams, but after looking at the Vikings, I felt that just looking at the first round alone is where they really got the good draft class. Um, and that's what Justin Jefferson with the 22nd pick and uh, Jeff Glandy, uh, Jeff Glad- Gladney with the 25th pick. I think those are two great picks, two instant starters for the Vikings. And they're going to make an instant impact. I mean, look, you traded away Stephon Diggs. And I mean, look, then you got a receiver back in Justin Jefferson, who I didn't even think was going to be at 22. Um, and you got a guy, and then you got a guy like Jeff uh, Gladney, who's an excellent corner. He knows how to play that position. He was at TCU for a while. He gets turnovers. He makes plays. And really, I mean, I know they had 17 interceptions last year, but they they haven't had that corner guy who's like that shut down guy. Uh, they've had a few good corners. They lost Trey Waynes in free agency, so obviously they had to make up for that. But also, you know, they they've just needed cornerback help, and especially in a division now where you have a Devontae Adams. I mean, the Bears don't really have anybody, but you still have passing attack. And Detroit, I mean, Detroit has a few guys. They have like um, a Marvin Jones, a Kenny Galladay. They have guys like that who can make those big plays. So they're definitely going to need that secondary help. But Justin Jefferson, I love this pick. I, I think this is a phenomenal pick. I mean, you got Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Um, I, I think that that is a great receiving core right there. I mean, Adam Thielen's going to be that guy who, who, who's going to make the big plays. But, I mean, uh, J- Justin Jefferson is amazing after the catch. He catches the ball. He's he's a different player. He is uh, he can make plays with his feet. He's a phenomenal. Uh, he can make amazing jukes, and I, I think this is a great pick for them. And then don't forget they got Ezra Cleveland in the second round in offensive tackle. Which I mean, look, you gotta protect Cousins. And I know it's not the offensive line that's you know affected the playoff games. Or cousin hasn't Cousins hasn't been clutch. But especially last year in that playoff game, I mean, he was sacked so many times. So they need that offensive line help. And personally, I think that's why they went over Ezra Cleveland. And I think it'll really help later on in the season when they need the protection for Cousins. But besides the Vikings, Cowboys, and Baltimore Ravens, a few other teams that I'm just going to point out. I thought the 49ers just got a whole lot better. I didn't want to go into them, but I think with adding Javon Kinlaw and adding Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State, I think those are two amazing picks. And the fact that they got two players like that just makes their team so much better. The Broncos, I mean, they added two offensive threats in the first and second round. I like where John Elway go. He didn't screw up this time. He went with Jerry Judy in the first round. I love the pick. And look, it really depends how Drew Locke is going to perform in his uh, sophomore year. I'm really, really interested, especially just in the AFC West alone. It's going to be a very interesting division. We could possibly have three teams come out of there going into the playoffs. And last but not least, the Dolphins. I mean, they had so many picks, but they utilized those picks correctly. Uh, they got two up. They got um, an offensive lineman. They got uh, a corner. They, they really got all these positions to really help the team get better. Will they 
we have a winning season? Probably not, but they got better. Um, and so anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off.